This is the Michael K. Show podcast. Listen live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN. Oh, what a first hour. Somebody uh, of our listener base said, please tell the listeners that it's very rare for flying squirrels to carry rabies. Very rare, but not wow. not never. And, and I also, listen, I don't know the aerodynamics of a flying squirrel, all right? Or the science even behind how they fly. I don't think they flutter. I think they extend out their arms and coast down. I don't know if they're flapping their arms and actually flying. Now, again, this is a total guess by you. It You're is. So good I, I, I think it's a guess, but I think I might be right, Peter. But he's saying he, it he with such stru- certitude, Peter. Well, why not say things with certitude? Because what kind of talk shows would I be? I think. I'm not sure. What do you think, Michael? No, I'm no, speaking no, no. with conviction. No, if no, I'm you, wrong, I'll take the hit. But, but you could say, listen, I, I think the Mets plan no. is good. But to make a medical statement about how no. things fly, I mean, I, 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 I don't think it's a medical statement. I think it's more under the... Uh, the guise of uh, like science or just aerodynamics and how things work. I don't think medicine has anything to do with it. I'm being that guy, Mike. I don't think they flutter. I don't think squirrels fly. I think they call it a flying squirrel because there's the mechanism that allows them to coast that's down. True. They're like a glider. Well, that's true. He's not well, tired. Right Anthony just gave us this info. Flying squirrels don't have their own means of propulsion like a bird or a bat, <laughs> but glide using a furry membrane called the patagium that connects yep. it their wrist down to their ankles. When they leap from a tree, spread their limbs, this flap of loose skin forms a square, acts like a hang glider. So, Don, you are right. All right, so why can't I speak with conviction when I'm right? Because you're making it up. I'm not making it up, but it, it, it comes from it just though. life experiences, like looking and seeing things. Have I studied the subject? No. But I think in my 56 years, I've been able to notice that, that squirrels can't fly. You have squirrel experience, you're saying. There's, you know, I got to say, from where I grew up, I do have a ton of squirrel experience. Wow. You know, the, uh, the, squir- the flying squirrel. <laughs> The flying squirrel, Peter, the national bird of Hawthorne. Not a lot of people know that. Not a lot of people know that. Yeah, a lot of people do not know that. A lot of people. Go ahead. I just don't understand how somebody can't use logic to speak with conviction. No, no. You you can't. You can't. Logic, when spoken with conviction, makes it seem like fact. You're just being logical, but logical sometimes is wrong. But don't you think that people give a little wiggle room to a yo-yo talk show host in sports that's going to have any kind of conversation about a flying squirrel? Now, you if also, I'm actually- with, with certitude, said that they don't carry rabies. So let's say that somebody got bit by a flying squirrel. So they said, I heard Don, I'm not going to get a rabies shot. Two days later, they're dead. I didn't say that. But the same logic, and I think I'll be proven right again, that their saliva is the same issue as with a bat. You, you, because there might be more saliva on a bat that actually makes contact with you. I think you have to get bit by a squirrel in order to get rabies. Now, if That's, I'm talking on a sports talk show about this, I think there's enough wiggle room for people to go, I think Don's right, but I'm not going to hold him to it because he's not a scientist and he's not a veterinarian. Now, if I'm speaking at a veterinarian conference at the podium <laughs> about squirrels, then, yeah, I better bring it. I better have some facts to back it up. But well, on the Michael K. Show, I'm good. Anthony just sent us, while there has never been a report of a flying squirrel having rabies, they are capable of getting typhus, though it is rarely passed to humans. Flying squirrels also carry lice, fleas, mites, and other parasites. Strong. So if this was a flying squirrel, this, right. this is the concern Michael should have, and I think I'm going to get into his head here and ruin his weekend. That if it was a flying squirrel, Michael right now may be carrying lice. Interesting. Interesting.
You ever have well, lice? No, I've never had lice. Have you? Yes. Because you got a, a thick head of hair. Those lice could, I mean, they could just well, have a bacchanal in there. I, no, you know what happened? I think I was in fourth grade when I got lice. And it happened to our whole class because we shared the same comb on picture day. So there was obviously a kid that had it, and because we all shared the same comb, we ended up. How'd all you get rid of it, lice. or do you still have it? The lice? Yeah. How'd you get no, rid of it? No, you get you, you got to go get a special soap. It's not that easy, though. No, it wasn't. It was a it was a real pain. I remember this is so fourth grade. It's probably like nineteen seventy eight. I'm hunting all over trying to find the right soap. Well, didn't and you it work took, in a pharmacy? Not in 1978. I started in the pharmacy in 85, but it's funny you say that. I was Lincoln Pharmacy. That's probably where we ended up getting it. Interesting. Now I've I got have a to question. Admit, I have to admit, I, I, I've, I've, I'm not surprised often by the tenor or content of the show. <laughs> I did not have this on the docket today. Didn't have this on the bingo card. You no, might have had I this. Just didn't. So the, the salary cap in the NFL has gone up per team. 30 million bucks shows you how much money this sport is making because all income is split, you know, 30%, uh, 50% with the players. So that means that every single team this year has come into 60 more million dollars. That's over 32 teams. You do the math. So all these television contracts, all the gambling associations. I mean, if you own an NFL team and you lose money, you're adult. Okay. (laughs) So now every single NFL team has 30 million more in cap room. Does that mean all of a sudden that $12 million for Saquon Barkley is more accessible because you have thir- – now, of course, teams had to know they had more money coming. I mean, it didn't just pop up in their bank account today. They had forewarning. Still, the Giants did not franchise him. It looks like they might franchise McKinney, and he'll get $16 million. But do you think this changes the Giants' perspective on, on what a running back gets? Because it might change all of the NFL's perspective because now there's more money to go around. Well, like you said, I don't think it changes their perspective of not franchising him because I think they want to use that for McKinney, and I think that's actually pretty smart. Uh, he's in, in, in his walk year. I think he had a really good year, and that defense turned around in the second half. I'd like to see that through. But now when you're negotiating, is there the possibility of expanding on what you originally wanted to pay him? Yeah, I think so. I don't know if it's if it's twelve million, but let's say you were willing to give him eight, are you willing now to give him nine or ten? If you've got all this influx of cash, I I would think so. Somebody Unless you're just completely not interested in him at all. Somebody in the know within the giant universe told me. They think nine years, twenty-seven, uh, three years, twenty-seven million will get it done with like fourteen million guaranteed. Hmm. Now, would he want to take nine million a year? No, well, he should. Because he just now it's made three. ten. But the point is, Michael, he'd be he getting paid till he's thirty as a running back. But he's not though. It's the same thing. I mean, the contracts that they announced don't mean anything. Like you know, Daniel Jones one sixty wasn't really one sixty. He was eighty. I, I, I get it, Michael, but you know if he plays well, he's not going to go anywhere. I mean, you do have the ability that if he believes in himself, I mean, I don't know too many 27-year-old running backs that are getting offered three-year deals. Now, again, it's not at a ton of money, but the extra years are going to come at the expense of the money in that moment. I mean, you, so if you're Saquon, you wouldn't take that? with the And if you believe in yourself and you believe you're going to be healthy and you believe in this team – that doesn't that look good that you know you'll be able to come back at, at, at age 28 and age 29? I would do it if it was 18 million guaranteed. I don't think I'd do it because uh, essentially 
you know, you, you, they, they buy out whether you're good or not just to save salary cap space. So I, I want to at least be guaranteed 18. But 14 not nothing. I mean, that, that's at least a jumping off point. But then you're going to make $7 million a year, and then he's going to take a $3 million hit. Well, where is he getting it? That's the, that ultimately well, we'll see. The, now becomes the challenge. Him, we will see what his value is. Now, I don't think they're going to franchise him. So now he becomes a free agent. So is there somebody else out there that is going to offer a 27-year-old running back? Cowboys. I don't know that. Do we know that? I, mean, the, I don't know. I, I mean, the, the Cowboys were quick to break things up with Ezekiel. But he was on they the were, downside. Yeah, I mean, but for, for, uh, how far onto the downside was, was Zeke when they let go? Well, you know what? I, he, like I mean, again, we, we can't really – it's not apples to apples because the Patriots were awful, but he was bad with New England. I'm curious, though. Well, the, I'm just New curious was a how mess. fast they got out. Yeah, I, I'm just curious how fast they got out with Zeke. I'm pulling up his stats right now just to see the kind of appetite they might have. Now, Zeke had been with the Cowboys from 2016 through 2022. In 2022, you know, his numbers aren't vastly different. He had 876 yards. He he played in 15 games, and he had 12 touchdowns. He had twice as many touchdowns as Saquon, almost the same amount of yards, and they said, we're good. Well, because that's the because what's the magic number? You know, everybody's talking about what a coup it was that the Jets got Cook, who's twenty eight years old. Now, I don't think they used him properly, but did that look anything like he was in Minnesota the year before? I I don't know if anybody has any kind of an appetite around the NFL to pay any kind of money to a running back beyond the age of twenty seven years old. That seems to be the magic number where you're like, ah, don't don't know. You seem to kind of just fall off of a cliff. Yeah, we'll be okay. That nine million when he's twenty seven, okay, but now uh, I've gotten another now how I've about this? get out of the last two years of the deal because I want to get out when he's twenty eight, twenty nine. And how about this? Zeke is twenty eight years and two hundred and sixteen days right now. Right now. They got out when he was 27. Because that's the magic number. That's when Minnesota got out of Cook. That's when the Cowboys get out of Elliott. So that's why if I'm Barkley, I say, wow, there's a team that's offering me a contract at 27. And I think the Giants are doing that because I think they see beyond his X's and O's of what he means to the franchise. Is he going to mean something to somebody else, guys? Or is it just a? Is it you getting Saquon Barkley just on what you think he can do for you? You're not trying to sell tickets. You're not trying to sell jerseys. Like you just said, they print money in the NFL, Michael. That's not the motivation of getting a player. The only one that could see the value of the personality of Saquon Barkley is the team that drafted him. Everybody else is just going to look at him just as a 27-year-old running back. If he thinks he can get it somewhere else, good luck. I think the Giants well, you know, are probably banking on the fact that they 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 are not going to give him a penny more than that. Good luck trying to find that someplace else. But you know what's funny? And you just I, Don, this is kind of what you were saying, I suppose. But he's more valuable here than he would be somewhere else. But, but like, don't he would, you think he would, he'd go, be a better player on a better team? Uh, no, no. And for him, Michael, yes, for him, I do. He's I think more he, valuable. But I for another could, team, he might be a better player for them than he is for the Giants. No, yes, well, the, I think, but for the Giants, though, in terms of what he brings to the table, for another team, he's just going to go fill a spot on the see, field but, but that they I, need. I, I want to push back on perform. both of you about this. What does he bring to the table? Let's say, for some reason, they gave up on him and they, they let him go somewhere else. Every game would still be sold out. It, oh, it's yeah. not, he's not filling the ballpark. 
Uh, he's just not. No. He's beloved. A lot of kids wear the number 26 jersey. I get it. He's a perfect example of what you want the Giants to be. But if he went away, it would not affect their bottom no. line. And I think that's no, what Joe Shane is saying. Line. But I do think that in the PR of it all in February, it probably is good business to try to make something work. Instead of just being cold and just being done. So there's value in that. And I think they think he's a good running back and that he could help. But the Giants aren't in a stage of trying to win a Super Bowl next year. They're trying to move in the direction of a Super Bowl. If I'm the Dallas Cowboys and I'm trying to win a Super Bowl, I'm looking at Saquon Barkley and I'm going, intriguing. He can be explosive. He can be somebody that can really help us offensively, but he's also somebody that misses games. And uh, can I afford to give somebody you know $9 million in a year that I want to win the Super Bowl and he misses seven games because of injury? Or, you know, as you said, Michael, is he that kind of back that's going to get those extra yards? He makes people miss. He's very explosive, but there are times he'll, he'll lose five yards. He can, there can be that frustration. Does he have that ability that we see out of a Henry? Does he have the ability that we can see out of a lot of these running backs that you've said it many times, Michael, Barkley's just not that type of back. He's not three, four yards in a cloud of dust type of back. He's explosive, but he does have a tendency to get hurt. Let's go to um, Shlomo in New Jersey. Shlomo. Uh, I'm a, hey, guys. So, Michael, I just want to preface that uh, I am uh, only 17 years old, but I've been around long enough to uh, see some big moments on Yankees on the TV, and uh, I think they're really only special because of you. So thank you. Well, thank you. Oh, very nice. Very nice of you. Um, so I just wanted to ask, I know you guys have mentioned, you know, Blake Snell before, um, but do you think, and you, Michael, specifically, do you think he is the be-all, end-all for the Yankees to go to the World Series? Do you think no. acquiring them no. will really impact whether they go to the World Series or not? No. I mean, would it, would, it, would it enhance their ability to go to the World Series? Yeah, if you had a, a Cy Young Award winner, which they would be doing, it would make them better. But, the, you know, the, the Dodgers are clearly the best team on paper. There's no guarantee they go to the World Series. They won 100 games last year. They got knocked out by the Diamondbacks who won 84. So anything happens in a short series. Now, I don't know what Snell is. I'm honest with you. I've said this over and over. I don't know if they're going to get him. I don't know if his price is going to drop so dramatically the Yankees will be interested. He won a Cy Young Award. Then he had two very pedestrian seasons. And then he won a Cy Young Award. And even Mm. when he's winning Cy Young Awards, he doesn't give you a lot of innings. He pitches five and a third innings. Which, I mean, maybe fits into the philosophy anyway, but, uh, I mean, for a guy that reportedly was looking for nine years, 270, he ain't getting that anywhere. It's not. So, and, and anybody, and if the Yankees, the Dodgers, or the Mets got him, let's say they gave him $30 million a year, that's $60 million a year. Because they're in a tax threshold that doubles the money. Is he worth that? Is it worth paying $60 million? Does that impact your ability to win the World Series? That is worth $60 million this season. I don't See, know. See, if I'm, if I'm paying that kind of money, you, like, you look at Garrett Cole. Now, it took a little while, but you see him as a big game pitcher and a difference maker. He's a bulldog. I don't see that of Blake Snell. I, I see a good pitcher. I see every five days he's going to give you an excellent chance to win. I don't see Garrett Cole. Now, both have won Cy Youngs, and in that in any given season, he'd be great. But do you see Bulldog in him, Michael? Do you no. see a guy that's going to eat a bunch of innings? Do you see a guy that, boy, I, you know, I've used my bullpen the last few nights. You let go out there, Blake, and give me eight and a third in a big – I don't I don't see that. 
I see a I see a real nice pitcher that potentially stat wise can be one of the best pitchers, but I don't see the bulldog that I see out of a Cole uh, or Degrom when he was healthy. I. I I don't see that kind of level, and that's what I'm going to be paying for if I'm going to pay that kind of money to Blake Snell. Let's go to Steve in Elmwood Park. Elmwood Park, Steve. Hey, what's going on, guys? How you guys doing today? Great. How about you? Doing good. Actually, I wanted to say this before we start. I uh, I called in a I called in a couple of years ago about the Yankees. I just wanted to thank you guys for taking my call about that. I got a New York Giants question for you guys. Um, I do believe that Saquon is very valuable to the New York Giants. I don't think he's worth the money he's asking for. Now, I personally believe that the Giants should have, you know, gave Saquon the contract last year and not give that money to Daniel Jones. But I think Daniel Jones is the problem with the New York Giants. That's just my personal opinion. Well, I, 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 think can't, that, I can't say you're wrong. I mean, if you, if you look at the things that they have to correct, he, he right. has to play – like the player was two years ago and not get hurt. So I don't know if he's the be-all, end-all that's going to be the quarterback so, that leads him forward. So if you say, okay, you could replace Daniel Jones and keep Saquon Barkley, or you could replace Saquon Barkley and keep Daniel Jones, I think most people would say, we'll keep Saquon and get a better quarterback. Yeah, Is that fair, it's, Don? It, it's, it's hard to find that quarterback, though. Yeah. You know, I think that's the dilemma the Giants were in last year. First of all, it's, it's revisionist history because – We've seen what happened with with Daniel Jones this year and what happened with the offense. But coming off a 9-7-1 season in which Daniel Jones was really good, so was Saquon, who are you replacing him with and how much would that replacement cost? So, yeah, it didn't age well. But what the Giants are saying is quarterback is a premium. I could find other running backs. And if I don't have the quarterback, what does it matter if I have the running back or not? Saquon Barkley's not helping this team win if they've got no quarterback. I'm I'm curious to see if the if the Dodge, if the Giants move heaven and earth to move up to the first two spots in the draft. Why why wouldn't you try at least? I guess they try. Maybe they don't want to be held up, but uh, it, it does. It's well, a little bit of a conundrum though if you think about it, because you're going to get a quarterback number one, number two pick in the draft, and you're going to have a quarterback making forty million dollars also on the team. Well, but it's only for the one year, and you're, you've got a lot, wide angle lens on this whole team. And I keep going back to Ernie Acorsi. Ernie loved Eli. Had to have them. If if Shane feels about one of these quarterbacks the way Ernie Acorsi felt about Eli Manning, then don't you have to do it? Now, if you're kind of, well, I need a quarterback, well, then that's probably not reason enough. But if he looks at one of these quarterbacks, if he looks at Caleb Williams and goes, I think this is the next great quarterback, I love him, then there isn't really any price you wouldn't pay for that opportunity. But I, I don't know how Shane feels about these QBs. All right, we got more to talk about, obviously, but first I want to tell you about Empire Outlets. It's the place to be this winter to shop, dine, and experience. Located steps away from the Staten Island Ferry, Empire Outlets is easily accessible to all New York City and New Jersey residents. Shop at outlets like Nike Factory, Nordstrom Rack, Banana Republic Factory, Old Navy Outlet, Gap Factory, Levi's Outlet, H&M, Guest Factory, and more. Dine at restaurants including Wasabi, Hibachi Steakhouse, Nori Sushi Shop, Shake Shack, Hazel's 423 Food Truck, and bake culture. Visit empireoutlets.myc to learn more and follow on Instagram at Empire Outlets. Listen up, everybody. It's Michael K. When it comes to travel, nothing, and I mean nothing, beats Legends Limousine. I felt the difference. Let me tell you, it's real. When my family and I needed a ride to the airport and then come, coming back into New York, we chose Legends. Couldn't have been happier. The car was great. The drivers were great. Safe drivers, clean cars. Amazing. 
all the way around. The commitment to safety makes every trip a breeze. These guys are not just any service. No, no. They've been setting the gold standard for over 30 years. I do trust them. Trust them with my family. And so should you. Call 1-888-LEGENDS. That's 1-888-534-3637. Again, 1-888-534-3637. Use the code ESPN10, ESPN the number 10, to snag 10% off. Travel like a legend with Legends Limousine. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hey, buddy. Hey. Catch the show on demand wherever you want. Just subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go back to the calls and uh, let's go to Thomas in Chicago. Thomas, what's up? Hey, guys, love the show. Thanks. Uh, I just wanted to make a quick Giants point, and then I got a would you for Peter if I'm allowed to do that at the end. Wow. But wow, I think I, I think this is a uh, big draft for Joe Shane, and I want your guys' opinion. I think they could go one of two ways. One, I think they can draft a wide receiver, like a Malik Neighbors or Roma Dunze, somebody like that with the sixth pick not sign Saquon, maybe draft another running back, and then sign another wide receiver in free agency. I think we've we've never seen Daniel Jones with legit weapons. I, I think Darius Slayton may, might be the best wide receiver uh, that he's ever had. Or do you think they should draft a QB uh, at six or try and move up? I'm curious what you guys think. I think option one would be the best Yeah, but if you do uh, option, option, if you do option Giants, one, Thomas, right, you're, you're, yeah. you're banking – and now we're five years in. So, I mean, I reserve the right to be wrong. You're banking that Daniel Jones is the real deal. Do you really feel right. in your heart that he's the real deal? I don't, but I don't think they've, one, given him the opportunity, and two, Joe Shane just paid him $40 million. So I think they might think that. And I think if they think that, you ought to give them the opportunity to prove what he can do. The guy's never had legit wide receivers. Well, they still haven't. Even, so, even if they got a, a quarterback, he, he's probably going to start the year. It'll be like a Mahomes 
Alex Smith situation. I have to pay him the forty million this year anyway. So, do you agree, Don? Right. I mean, would you go with the running backs and just uh, just roll the dice that Daniel Jones is the guy? And even by the way, I, if he's the guy, neck injuries and a major knee injury. See that's see see that's the dirty little secret that nobody wants to talk about. You could be the biggest believer in him. The Giants could be, although they did have an out after two years. But you wondered, you know, two neck injuries, a devastating knee injury, that's kind of scary stuff. All right, but let's say he's Phil Sims when you know Phil had a bunch of injuries early in his career and overcame them. fact is that I think the best you can get out of Daniel Jones was what you saw two years ago, which was not bad. And it wasn't like they had a ton of weapons that year either. I, I don't think he's gotten a fair shake. But at the same time, I don't think he's really taken – uh, the bull by the horns and ran with any opportunity he's been given either. Now, I, they were awful last year. He was a part of them being awful. Am I curious to see with weapons and a good offensive line what he can do? Sure. And maybe there's a chance, Michael, that at $40 million a year it could look like a bargain if he was able to put it together. But not at the expense of trying to improve the quarterback position through the draft. But if you feel like you know the Bears or whoever you're going to be trying to deal with are asking for way too much in, in, in return... Could you try to make it work just to see what Daniel Jones can do since you got to pay him $40 million already anyway? Uh, I could see that happening. All right, Thomas, what was your uh, would you for Peter? All right, Peter, here we go. Here we go. So the, pinheads, the pinheads call you in. They say, Peter, you're, you're the future. Finally. You know, matter of fact, we're, we're going to change the name to the Peter Rosenberg Show. <laughs> Finally. But we don't have the finances to keep Michael and Don. Oh. You got to pick one of them, and the one that you don't pick is getting the can. Who are you picking? Is this somebody from ESPN and Good wow. Karma? P- 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 just Thomas? factor factor into your decision that the, that the day that that happened, I'd be gone. All right, so don't even have to worry about why. Like, why would you money. say that? Oh, that's a good point because Don yeah. would be what out. He I'd walk you, right Don? out the door. No, he, he because the fact that it would be my show, he wouldn't accept it. No, I'd leave. <laughs> So, but I, you'd I guess rather be, with, I, you'd rather not have a job, Don, than than like if he chose you over me, you'd rather not have a job. Yes. All right, you got to pick one though, Peter. And right, you know sure. what? Peter, that, you game. can't worry about that. Thomas wants. To uh, know you know, answer. I'm ignoring. I'm ignoring what Don's saying. Okay. Because because he'd lose his mind at first. He'd be sick to his stomach. It would be disgusting, and then he'd go home, and Nancy would say, "What the hell are you talking about? Our kids are six years old. What well, we got? We need money." So I'd go with Don, and I'd and I'd show Michael the door. Because uh, let me tell you why. Don's a, Don's a great guy. Michael's a bad guy. Um, but that's not the real reason. Michael has his entire Yankee situation. He'd be fine. He he threatens retirement every fifteen minutes anyway. I haven't be, threatened retirement in a year. At close, we're almost there. Let's almost. not let's not count our not chicken quite before to we the get anniversary yet, but it's close. But it, Michael has a whole other full time situation. Uh, so I'd say, you know what, Michael, I'm going to do the, do the right thing, and it's going to be me and Don, and, and Michael would go off to greener pastures. I'm hurt. I really am. Well, but that's but that's it's the right thing. It's the right the thing, ch- Michael. He knows. Uh, I'm shocked. Oh, come on, really? <laughs> uh, it could be the right thing, but do you think it's the right thing for the entertainment value? I mean, I oh, really? Could, oh, I could, oh, I'm not, oh, I'm not saying I'm not saying that it is or not. Wow. But so you're saying wow. that I couldn't play the role on the Peter Rosenberg show that you play? No, you wouldn't be as good at it. No, no, not you, not you. I'm asking Peter. Oh, do I think that you? I could couldn't be... play the Peter Rosenberg role that you play on my show. Yeah, no. 
I couldn't sit there and look at my phone until the end. Oh, I couldn't my, do that. Well, that. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 man. See? I would thought yeah. we were going to have, Peter, I really thought we were going to have a nice I know, conversation. A conversation. No, you're gonna, about, you're gonna, you, if you're going to put a rat in the corner, you expect what you're going to get. A bat in the corner. You're Batman, yeah. not Ratman. Well, you know what? A, a rat is essentially a bat with wings. That is true. Wings. Would you also agree, Don, that a flying squirrel is the definition of bat of jays? Yeah. But it's also squirrel plus. But bats are just... Oh. I, I'll tell you what, man. That answer... I mean, if that guy from Chicago wanted this, he got it. You just you just drew, drove a, a, a splendor no, right this through isn't But even, this is fake outrage, no, Michael. Serious. No, it's, it, yeah, it, it's I'm fake tired outrage. of fake outrage like Peter this. Peter answered it the, the, the right way. No, but you, I'm not asking about finances that I'll be okay. I'll be okay, yes. Which which makes a better show? Oh, oh, you, oh, you oh well, he, okay. But just to be clear, he didn't ask that. He didn't uh, but, say who would be better. Well, well, what do you think he was asking? It's not who needs the money more or who doesn't have another job. Don's the backup Ranger guy and the backup Knicks guy. I don't think he's going to be destitute. He also will get a job in a second. But without any of the worries about, okay, Michael's got the Yankees, Don has the Knicks in the ring. What would you, who's the better talent? Oh, boy. I'm better off the bench than you are, Michael. Yeah, I, I'm just I I know the role of uh, I'm, no I'm and I'm being very you're not, serious. You're not going to go. You're, you're gonna you're you're not going to adapt well, Michael, no, to being that guy. It's not your way. That's not who you are. All right, so you're saying that Don's better than me. That's no, okay. No, now we see, know this is so infantile. <laughs> I what am we're saying infant. is that it, it better would would, would would Aaron Judge make a great catcher? Would he make a great closer? But you're not asking me be the be a catcher. But in well, a way, this kind of seat is. It's there's a certain talent to playing second fiddle and to being that guy that that responds to different things. You run point. You're like a, you're a point guard. You're the star of the team and you're the point guard. There's a lot of talent to that. Yeah, and you're, you're way really... better at that than me. But when it actually comes time to like do my part, because I've been doing it for 20 years, I'm better at it than you. I don't know if you playing second fiddle to Peter would work. It would work yeah, with think... me. Now, I would go on a borderline killing spree when they told me. <laughs> but once he but settled But eventually, in. I would cool myself down, and I would probably do it. But I just think I'm just better suited for that. And you take that as I'm saying I'm better Michael, than you. Michael is the bride at every wedding and the corpse at every funeral. You know that, Don. He has to not only be the number one guy on the show, the Michael K show. He has to also right. know that if it were reversed, he'd be the best number and, two. I, I guess, the, but, the, but the point is, is that would Kramer work with Seinfeld be, being the wacky neighbor that comes in occasionally? No, it yeah. wouldn't work. They played it when the, the Kenny Rogers thing took over. They did that. They did that, and they had the Seinfeld bizarro Jared. But no, but it, 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 would, it wouldn't work. Kramer was perfect for that role. Listen, I'm and, just looking at it from a strict talent standpoint and i'm a phenomenal broadcaster let's well, be honest who, who, whatever who, who role you put it? me in i am going to excel no one has doubted that michael but no, you're no, out. no you made your bed sleep right in it i well, hope I'm there's mice in it too i hope there's bats in your house let's go to ryan and tom's river hey fellas i love the show you guys get me through a lot of drives home um, Thanks, i got man. three quick things do okay. it first don I was listening on hold when you had the crane pool rant, and my girlfriend was staring at me like I was a psychopath. 
because it's like you were yelling physically at me because I was listening on the phone, <laughs> holding it up to my head. Did you agree with them? But yeah, well, I mean, I, I yes. <laughs> okay. okay. And is that girlfriend but, now your wife, or still just your girlfriend, or have you moved on? Soon to be fiance. Oh, does she know okay. this? Or is this breaking news? Uh, possibly, but <laughs> she's not we've never had a proposal. She's not listening, though. She's fine. She doesn't have a meter. Yeah, All right, what I else? I promise you. Yep. Um, the bat thing. I, I think the move is you got to befriend them. <laughs> like we put in my house, we had them all over. And we put a little bat house, like it's like a size of like a like a notebook, and they they go to that, not your actual house. And we didn't get bit by mosquitoes or be bothered by moths for it's been six years, five years now. Really? Yeah, because they you watch with them, them. They grab them right out of the air. You watch them like at dusk, it's, and they never bother you. No. You built a bat like clubhouse, and they never bother you. Wow. Not at all. And my, my father's six foot eight, so he'll hand, put his hand up in the air and snap, like his fingers, and they will come kind of close and then grab them off by a light and then take off. Oh, my God. No, Ryan, I, lo- I, I love the story. I love the advice. I will not be building a clubhouse for bats. Wow, that is fascinating. But it, I like where he's, where he's going with it. It's interesting. You got to be one with the bats. Yeah, not me. Yeah, not it doesn't me. seem like it's in your I'm not even one with the three of you, obviously. I'm not going to be one with bats. You Let's go what? to Dan in uh, Saratoga. Not Sarasota, Saratoga. Sure. That's right. Here I am. That's where the Belmont's going to be. Sure is. How are you guys doing? Great. How about you? Good. Um, I'm, uh, I'm quite the anomaly on this show. Um, you'll, 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 you'll understand in one second. So the guy asked me on Twitter, what, Twitter, uh, Mike from Jersey or whatever? Yeah, Mike from Jersey. Jersey Mike. Yeah. So I'm the biggest, uh, one of the biggest San Francisco 45ers you'll ever meet. But um, at the same time, <laughs> I'm a big, big Peter guy. Big Peter really? guy. Really? Oh, yeah. So we now, Dan, I'm this. glad you are like that, but explain that to me. If you're a big San Francisco 45-er, how could you be a big Peter guy? Because I, I'm able to um, set aside our differences in that regard, and I think Peter is after. I think Peter's probably the best of you three, and I love all of you. I love Peter. He's multiversatile. I listen to him my Hot 97. I, I, I'm a huge Peter guy, big, big Peter guy. What? Love wow. you, Peter. You are an you anomaly. What, 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 anomaly. This, I, I like this, Dan, because you could separate it. I, if this is the truth, absolutely. we need more it of this is. in this country. A hundred percent. Absolutely. I don't care I, I don't care which way he leans. I, you know what I mean? That's his opinion. Nor do you I know which way I lean. Yeah, you're not yeah. even sure. You're not even sure. <laughs> so we've got to get together a whole group. I rock with it. We've got to get together a whole group of San Francisco 45ers. We have to. They've got to become <laughs> like their own crew, the Carmi. Well, wait, wait, what's can your, I, can what's I just your, do a uh, go ahead. Yankee point really quick? I'm sorry. Yeah. No, um, no, please. Yeah, so on the Yankees, Mike, quick. Um, I feel like I, I'm, I'm also like a, I'm a huge Yankee fan, but I feel as if, if we don't win the World Series this year, um, again, I don't think it's a failure. Because honestly, I think it'll help us in the long run. Not saying I don't want to win this World Series, I do, but I feel like we will, um, if we don't win, 
there's a better chance of us to sign Soto at the end of the year because I feel wow. like how would be more apt. Well, if we lose, I, I just don't know. It's just a gut feeling. What do you think? Well, I mean, it's going to if they don't make the playoffs, then they might be desperate. Yeah. You know, that's why they went and got Soto and gave up all that capitals for just one year of a guy because they didn't make the playoffs, mm-hmm. and that happened in 2008 as well. They spent all the money on mm-hmm. CC and AJ Burnett and Mark Teixeira because they didn't make the playoffs and they ended up winning the World Series. I one thing that I disagree with everybody about: I don't think anybody's going to curry favor with Juan Soto. Whether he has the best time as a Yankee, and I think he will have a really good time as a Yankee. Whether he has a great year, whether they win a championship, whether they don't win a championship, he's going to go, for the most part, where they're going to pay him the most money. Right. Are the Yankees going to pay him the most money? If they do, and he likes it here, well, he's going to go. And if he hated it here and they pay him the most money, you know what? I think he comes back. But I guess the question is, Michael, what would make the Yankees more desperate to sign him if they just miss out on a championship or they win a championship? Oh, I love say, that question. And let's say he wins the MVP of the World Series. I mean, can you afford to let him go? Well, they have let go an MVP of the World Series in Matsui. So. Yeah, but Matsui's not Soto. I mean, if Soto is responsible for them winning a championship, any number of guys could have won the MVP in 09, right? You could have given it to A-Rod. You could have given it to Damon. They gave it to Matsui. But if Soto you know, rakes in carries them to a championship and wins the MVP, can you let him go? And on the other end of it, if he's if he rakes and you and you, you don't make it to the World Series, can you afford to let him go because you didn't get there? I, I, it's, it's really an interesting question. All right, we'll explore it further when we get back. Now, my computer just went out, so who's supposed to do a read right now? Oh, we Anyone? got a little dodgy dodge Who? for Peter Pete. Peter. Yeah, I got you. I got you guys. Don't worry about it. Hey, New York. Peter here for Security Dodge, Long Island's Ram and Wrangler headquarters. Right now, you can lease a new 24 Dodge Hornet RT for only $2.99 a month with zero down. That's right. $2.99 a month, zero down, all during the President's Day sales event shop. 24-7 at securitydodge.com. The Dodge Hornet RT is the most powerful compact UV based on 2023 IIHS's compact SUV segment. Latest available competitive information. Quickest based on zero to 60 time of 5.6 seconds. Most powerful based on 288 horsepower. Best handling based on 0.9 max G skid pad vehicle dynamics rating. A weight distribution of 5248 and car and driver dynamics testing. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Well, that's awesome. Looking for more access to the show? That's right, man. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TMKS ESPN. All right, so Don uh, got me thinking. What's that? That's a great question. Thank you. What makes the Yankees more desperate to go above and beyond to keep Soto? Winning the World Series? Or not winning the World Series. I think a lot of it has to do with how he plays. If they, I don't want to dance around. I think if they win the World Series, there's less of an urgency because I think, although it's not you know the, the 90s anymore, I think it buys you time where you can take a step back. So I think, they, I think under any circumstance, they want him back. I think they didn't make this trade for one year. They made this trade thinking that they could keep him forever. Mm-hmm. So, But if you win the World Series... And somebody steps forward and gives them sixty million a year. You could say, "Okay, we gave up Michael King and Higashioka and Brito and Vasquez and and Thorpe. Well worth it to win a championship." So I think the urgency would be less if they win the World Series. You know, th- unfortunately, the lame answer is it probably has zero effect. Oh, by the way. way, Don. This is the Pinstripe Report brought to you by Samwell Institute for Pain Management. I like it. And hear me out. I, I think neither moves the needle. It's They, they will pay him what he believes he's worth. And that, or what they and believe it. he's worth. Or what they believe he's worth. And then if and so 
I don't think they'll feel either any pressure either way. I think it's all strictly business to them. Now, what ends up affecting them PR-wise, I think it probably affects them more if they don't win and he leaves. If he wins and he leaves, yeah, it stinks. The whole Ray Knight thing, remember? That was a PR hit for the Mets in 86. He wins the World Series MVP and over $200,000 he signs with the Orioles. That's a lot easier to get up from than when not winning again and then losing a major major piece to your team. So I, I think if it's probably a little easier to let him go if you win. And, and again, I want to reiterate, they want him. But the, the narrative that I do not agree with, and maybe I'm wrong. Hey, I, I, I'm man enough to admit I could be wrong. I don't think that having him here and having him love it is going to make a whit of difference. Zero. Zero. Because his agent is Scott Boris. And That's right. I'm not saying this in a pejorative way. When you sign with Scott, you want to get the most money. The guy has already turned down a, a $400-plus million contract with the Nationals. That's why they traded him. And he loved the Nationals. He came up through that yeah. system and won a World Series with them. It's, he could have the best time. The best time and be the, 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 the toast of the town. They love him. A big Dominican population, big Dominican fan base. It's going to come down to money, not that you make him feel good. Michael, you you, you have it happen in this town already with with, um, Pete Alonso. I I completely believe it when I hear Pete Alonso say that he loves it here in New York. He would like to make it happen here. But by going out and getting Boris, he's telling the world, I will sign with the Mets if they pay me the most money. I hope they do, but if they don't, I'm going to go someplace else. Otherwise, you can get an agent that's going to be able to negotiate you a great contract if you really wanted to stay. I'm totally with you. You can try to impress them, love New York. Why wouldn't you love being a New York Yankee? Why wouldn't you love New York? But it's not going to matter. He signed Boris because he wants the highest contract, period. Now, speaking of Soto, he will be making his Yankee debut on Sunday in their game against the Blue Jays, and get this, that game will be televised live on the Yes Network starting at 1 o'clock me, me and Jack Curry will be doing the honors from the microphone. Wow. But we won't that? see you on camera. No, no spring training cameras for the announcers. But you'll see Juan Soto and Carlos Rodon's going to be pitching. I can't wait to do the game. I No, I was just curious if people would see your hideous growth. How do you think it looks today? Well, you don't even have a, a return feed, do you? Well, no, I'll turn on the TV again real quick. I wasn't paying attention to your face. See, Dom, what are you getting from it today? It's not. It's leaning towards work. It's not bad. I, I, it's not good, but it's not bad. I'm, I'm kind of indifferent to it. I don't, I, I, on television, up close, I, I thought it was not good. On I'm going to. I'm going to do some work on bad. it this weekend. You'll. You'll be proud. Yeah, I don't know no, why you can't not, do maintenance. I'm going to do some work on it. As long as he doesn't shave the chin, I mean, he, he can square it off, make it look nicer. There's nothing well, wrong I with that. I did square it off today a little bit. I, I shaved a little bit. I'm going to do major work on it. You and I, and I, I honestly think just to get used to it, just to see. Mm-hmm. And it'll probably be less noticeable because the microphone would be in front of your chin. That you just shave the rest of the face. That's probably that probably would end up looking better all around. I will tell I'm you looking. one thing that concerned me today. So before you guys joined the pre-show Zoom, I was talking with Anthony, and so his face filled the Zoom all mm-hmm. by itself. Not only is the pusic horrid, but it's it's off center. I don't even know how to do that. Oh, really? Wait, what do you He's mean got more pusic on the right side of his face than the left. It's I need off center. Yes, yes, I need to get an angle here. I've never noticed yeah. that before. Are you kidding me? Yeah, it's is it's, that it's, it's it's cockeyed. Anthony, is that true that you have a cockeyed pusic? First time I'm hearing of it. It's not really? even. 
Like, have you ever had those balancing things or the levels that you what constru- constructors use, construction people use? His bubble is not in the middle. I I need to I, I need to know what what's going on, Anthony. I think we've grown grown close over the years. You're now my co-host on game misconduct. I'm all for doing things for you, but is there an end game here? Like, what's going on? Like, honestly, you know, I, I, mean, I think he it, did it I, for the for the bet. Because are you trying to be that? Because if you tell me that your girlfriend loves it, then I, then listen, you do what you got to do. But if this is just something that you love, I I need to know why. I think you're he's a got handsome a, kid. You're a smart I, kid. You went to Fordham. Thank you. I think he's got a hideous mole under there. Can we can we get? And that's an answer, then, right? But it's not true, though. It's it's and this is the thing about Anthony. There are a few things we don't know about him. Number Very one, mysterious. why does he why does he have this hideous thing on his face? Right. Number number two, why does he refuse to leave the studio? We don't. There are things we just don't know about the man. You know. Now, and for those that don't watch us on yes, all right, he's got this growth on his chin. It's not a goatee because there's no mustache. There's not much hair below the lip. It starts below that. There's no beard attached to it. It's just like a growth on his chin. And he's, I've got to, I've got to grow it. He's like Shaggy. I can't see. He's like who? See. Shaggy. <laughs> yeah, that's the hair. That right? That's that's what we're talking from about. From the Scooby Doo vehicle. Yeah. You don't mean you don't mean the it wasn't me vehicle. You mean the the Scooby Doo vehicle. Yeah. He's not answering at all. He Listen, I think why we're, we're 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 hitting a nerve here. Uh, but I, I love the fact that he loves it. I, I just want to know why. Just I, think, I, th- I think he's honored. He's honoring his great, great, great grandmother who had a similar beard. Is that, oh, <laughs> is that what you think? <laughs> Terrible. That's the Pinstripe Report brought to you by Samwell Institute for Pain Management. For a pain-free life, visit samwellpain.com today. I have a question about Pete Alonzo when we get back, since Don brought Pete up. And it's, it's a good question. It's a question that will make you think. It will make you laugh. It might make you cry. All of that coming up, but first, Don's going to tell us about Mazda. In 2024, you get more at Ramsey Mazda, more selection and more savings for a limited time. They'll waive the first lease payment. Lease a new 2024 Mazda CX-5, just two eighty nine dollars a month, and now get your first lease payment on them. At Ramsey Mazda, Route 17 North in Ramsey. Choose wisely. Choose Ramsey Mazda. Call 833-853-2970 for lease details. Excludes tax, title, and registration. Zero security deposit. VIN R0410549. MSRP. 30750 and 229.24. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.